my child. You may not know me, but I know everything about you. I know when you sit down and when you rise up. I am familiar with all your ways. Even the very hairs on your head are numbered. For you were made in my image. In me you live and move and have your being. For you are my offspring. I knew you even before you were conceived. I chose you when I planned creation. You were not a mistake. For all your days are written in my book. I determined the exact time of your birth and where you would live. You are fearfully and wonderfully made. Hey, this is Patty Clemens. I just wanted to take a few minutes and thank all of you guys for joining with me weekly on my devotions. I hope you've enjoyed them. I've really have enjoyed doing this devotional weekly. Don't think I just come on here and think, oh, well, I'm just going to say something. No, I really ask God to show me what I need to say each week. So I really appreciate all my listeners. We um, have a team that's going to be praying over our podcast, and they have been praying over it. So I really thank you guys and continue to lift me up in prayer. But I want to talk about a real important subject this week, and it's called Abba Father. And I want to, you know, just remember that I will always put myself out there too because I love to be real with people. We need to be real with each other. And so as I was growing up, I had a father that I worshipped, and he left my mom when I was seven years old, and that left me and um, five more kids. He just abandoned us. And we lived with my grandparents, and they were deaf. They couldn't hear or talk. So uh, it was a really hard life, And but I worshipped my dad. I loved him. He was um, an idol in my life. I just thought he was, I thought he was just amazing. And um, so he left us, and I watched my mom's heart break. And uh, the, the other, my other brothers and sisters were too small. They don't remember my dad like I do. But um, because of that, I started feeling uh, rejected because my father left me. And that's usually where rejection comes in, is when um, we don't have a father figure. And I don't know why it's the father. I guess because they carry authority. Or maybe, and I know there's so many of my listeners that have been through the same thing. Maybe you came out of a, an orphanage, or maybe you are an orphan, or maybe um, your father left you when you were a child. So that's sort of my story. And as I grew up, I just fell for the first person that came along because I didn't have that father. And so I just want to teach a little bit about what Abba Father means. And that's what I'm learning now that I do have a father. So don't let the devil tell you that you don't have a father. You do have a father. He's your father, Abba. And you know what Abba means? It means daddy. And I love to call my daddy daddy when he was alive. And I might tell you the story about my dad as we go along. But I love what Romans 8, 15 says. It says, You did not receive the spirit of religious duty leading you back into fear. But you have received the full acceptance of Abba Father. 
Is that not beautiful that you have been accepted by your father? And you know what the devil likes to do? He likes to take us back and remind us that our father didn't love us. Our father abandoned us. There's nothing like being abandoned. Nothing like being abandoned. And you know, sometimes I still deal with that, a fear of being left alone. And I know a lot of women that's had to raise their children without a, uh, their children having a father. Or maybe um, your father committed suicide. I know a lady right now that um, her father committed suicide. And she, she can't even comprehend that Abba father loves her. So she's an addict because she can't believe that her father loves her in heaven because her own dad took his life. And she feels like somehow that was her fault. So you see how the enemy twists this stuff. He twists everything. But I want to I want to just read this script. One day our spirits will be totally awakened. As his child, we have his presence, his wisdom, and his transforming power. Let me tell you all something. You have a father that wants to give you wisdom. He wants to give you a gift. Did you know that even before you were born, that God already called you to do something very special? But because we have fathers that abandon us, we feel like we're not special. But even when you were in your mother's womb, your father had already said, this is my child. I have called him or her to do this. But when your father leaves you, or your family's dysfunctional, you feel like you can't accomplish that. Well, you can't on your own, but you can with the help of your father. And you know, I used to envy uh, these stupid shows on TV, which were fake. What were some of those shows? The Brady Bunch? Um, that tells you how my age. Um, Leave it to Beaver, My Three Sons. I, I, I hated those shows as a kid, but something inside of me thought, Wow, that's the perfect family. That family's... But you know what? When you grow up a little bit, you find out every family's got a little skeleton in their closet, okay? There's no family perfect. That's all make-believe, and that's all just a fairy tale. But there is one perfect family, and it's called the family of God. There is one perfect family, and it is the family of God. And the Father is in control of that family. And there is peace in that family. There's no skeletons in that family. You can be just as real with your father. You can tell him what's bothering you. I just remember the other day I was saying, now God, this is not fair. All these women are getting blessed and I'm being left out. And I'm not going to tell you what it is because I don't want you all emailing me saying crazy stuff. But anyway, I'm like going, all these women, and I know my little friend over here looking at me, she knows what it's all about, and the guy I'm looking at, he knows. But I'm like, that's not fair, God. I've been waiting longer than anybody. And the Lord just whispered to me and said, you're not in control, I am. I said, oh, you're right, Father. I'm, I'm sorry. Have you, ever got, have you ever had God just tell you, now sit down, child, and be quiet. I know what I'm doing. And, you know, there was another program on TV, Father Knows Best, um, that show. But our Father really knows best. Our Father knows best. So what the enemy does, he gets us to keep thinking our Father in Heaven's dysfunctional. He's not dysfunctional. He is steady. He's stable. He's unmovable. And nothing we go through is shaking him. Nothing you do catches him off guard. I don't care what you've done. He's not up there going... 
oh, she's not my child any, anymore. No, you are. As a matter of fact, he calls you. He says, you are my beloved and you are mine. And it also says his banner over you is love. Have you ever um, had your dad to come up and say, honey, I just want to tell you I love you. And I remember my dad doing that to me. Uh, as I was growing up, he lived in another state, and he would come and get me. And I would stay with him a few days. I'd get homesick because I wouldn't go back to my dysfunctional place because I was familiar with it. And um, I remember leaving him, and I would just cry for days. I wouldn't talk to anybody because I missed my dad. But you know what? The Lord showed me one time. I seen the tears of the Father, our Heavenly Father, and I seen him crying. And I was like, I don't understand why you're crying. And I remember he whispered to me one time and said, I'm crying because I miss my children. And you know what? That broke my heart because I knew how much I missed my real dad when he would leave and go to another state. So did you know, have, you know you have a father that loves you so much that when you don't come to him, he actually misses you. So imagine the father, your heavenly father that misses you Oh, my, that is beautiful to me that the uh, Father of the universe misses us when we don't come into His presence. And I remember my journey with my dad. He was a very materialistic man. If you wasn't rich, you were nothing. If you didn't dress a certain way, you were nothing. And we were very poor growing up, but not him, but my mom and us. She worked all kinds of jobs and and it was a, a very hard on her. And, and my dad would pull up in Cadillacs, Corvettes, and, and he looked like something out of a magazine. And um, he really looked down on us because we wasn't wealthy. It was his fault. He's the one that got my mom pregnant with five kids and left us. So it wasn't my mom's fault. So you women out there, uh, just because the man left, that don't mean it's your fault. That still means that God loves you. Okay? So I don't want you to think that you are not worthy enough to receive this love from a father. I want you to understand the father's heart towards you. So for years and years I prayed for my dad and we, we were best buddies and, and um, to make a long story short, he got cancer and he would not even talk about God. And he called me one day and he said, honey, you need to come to the hospital. And I went up to the hospital and he said, this man walked into my room and told me that if I didn't get saved, I would go to hell. And my dad was very strong personality. And that night he received Jesus Christ. And for two years I walked a journey with him. We went to church. We went to singings. We talked about Jesus. And I got to see a part of my heavenly father in my real dad. And when he passed away, I remember I was at his home. And the last thing he said to me, he said, Honey, can we sing? And we sung. And I was on my way to the mountains and the Lord told me to turn around that my dad wasn't going to make it. So I went into his room and we just, he had the glory of God all over him. Because you see, he was not a good earthly father, but he had found the heavenly father. So the last two years of his life, he got to show me the love of the heavenly father. And that's the memory I carry in my heart. Because you know what? You can't give something you don't have. So he didn't know about the Heavenly Father except for the last two years of his life. He died very young at 52 years old, which to me is very young. But he had grabbed a hold of Abba Father for the first time. Let me tell you the first thing he done. He made a list of every person he had hurt. 
And um, he went and he bowed at their feet. And my mom was the first person. He knocked on her door and he said, I need to see you. And he got at her feet and he said, please forgive me for everything I've done to you. You know what? That's our father. And that's what he did. And when he done that, it, it started something in my family happening, which just took years for it to happen. So I just want people to know today that maybe you um, had a father that abandoned you. Maybe you had a father that molested you. You know, we all know Joyce Meyer's story. Her own father molested her. She tells it publicly. But you know what she done? The Lord told her, said, I want you to move your father and I want you to take care of him. And she said, I can't do that, God. He said, you have to do it. And she done it. And did you know one year before he passed away, she, he called her and he said, Joyce, I'm going to come to your meeting. And he got saved. In her meeting, he got saved. And Joyce Myers, the only reason she could do that, because she had found Abba Father. And she knew, man, she knew she could do this because she wanted to please her Father in heaven. And you know, I can tell all kinds of stories and we'll talk about them later, but she was able to look her dad in the face and hold him and say, Dad, you know what? I forgive you. And why was she able to do that? Because she had found Abba Father and he had taken that place where she had felt neglected and abandoned and abused and he had filled his place with that love. And when um, Abba Father done that, she was able to look at her dad through the eyes of Abba Father. And that's what I want to encourage you today is it's not your fault if your father left you. It's not your fault if you were abandoned. It's not your fault if you became an orphan. But let me tell you something. There is a father waiting on you and his name is Abba Father. And he cries out, Abba Father for you. And that is so beautiful to me. And if God can do it for Joyce Myers, if he can do it for Miss Patty, he can do it for you. So I just want to leave you with that and let you know that your Father in Heaven, um, it says that He sings over you, that He loves you, and He wants to be there for you. So I want to pray today that we come into a new level of knowing Abba Father as our Father. You know, and when we know Him as our Father, then we're able to forgive like He does. We're able to love like He does. And then all the um, voids we have in our life. Because God created the family. And the family's beautiful. But some of us just didn't have that. But guess what? You're a part of a perfect family. That has a father. That's in control, man. He loves you. He'll chastise you. But then he'll pick you right back up and do something beautiful for you. That's how good he is. So I just want to pray with us today. So, Father, I just come to you right now, God, and we just thank you that we can call you Abba, Father, that you are our Father, God, and that you're good to us. Father, I ask that you release healing to every person that uh, feels abandoned or they feel like an orphan, God, or they feel left out. God, would you heal that place where um, maybe their fathers have left them or maybe like Joyce Myers, that they were molested by their own fathers, God. And God, I thank you that you will give us a forgiving heart, God, just like you have toward us, Father. And God, bless every person that's hearing me today, God. And Lord, we just come as children to you and we, we say to you that we need you, Lord. And we thank you and we bless you for being Abba Father. In Jesus' name, amen.